Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Beautifully Complicated Podcast. I'm your host, Sheena Hunt, entrepreneur, business consultant, digital marketer, launch maven, and beauty lover. I am so glad you are tuning into this episode, Pre-Sales Are Complicated. This show is all about crafting a good pre-sale strategy ahead of launch. Across the segments, I'll be talking about the art of pre-selling and how to do it successfully, Disney's pre-sale for the Disney Plus subscription service launch, how to practice self-care when you're in the trenches of building out your pre-sale plan, also spotlighting a great woman who honored her ancestor by launching a brand bearing his name and legacy. I'll be telling you a bit about Fawn Weaver, founder of Uncle Nearest Whiskey brand. There are no friend hosts on this episode, so grab your tea and let's talk. Segment 1. What's Happening Now? Hello, hello, hello. This is an abbreviated episode today and the last full episode for 2019. There may be a couple of in the moment bonus specials ahead of the new year, so keep an eye out. This episode won't be super long, but it will be impactful. I pray that you take what I have to offer in this episode and build something with it. It's all about launching pre-sales. Launching is my niche. It's a special part of my consulting business that I have that allows me the opportunity to help brands craft a launch strategy and execute and iterate on it, taking it from idea to customers before we even have a product. Check out my launch optimized service offering on my website, sheenahut.com slash launch optimized. The link will be in the show notes and let's collaborate on your launch. So with that being said, (laughs) let's talk pre-sale launching in this first segment with one that just happened, Disney Plus. So I'm a late 80s, early 90s baby. I was a kid when I would say some of the best Disney animation films came to be, like Beauty and the Beast, my all-time favorite, Aladdin and Lion King. You already know when I heard that Disney was looking to go into the subscription service, I was excited because that means they were taking most of the movies out of the vault, 
but disturbed by the fact that I had to sign up for yet another subscription service. You guys, I have so many subscription services now. It's not even funny. I digress. Disney Plus was a highly anticipated launch that had plenty of fanfare. It came complete with an announcement event that showcased what to expect with the new service, the focus of Disney's entertainment going forward, and fanfare around the new shows that were coming with some of your Marvel favorites. They had a pre-sale on the Disney Plus site where you could sign up to become a founding member. Don't know what that means, aside from stating you signed up before there was an official service, but it's all in the marketing, right? They offer the first week free with sign up, allowing subscribers to get a taste of what the service provided and basically hook them in. Then they had a two-tier payment service, monthly payment of $6.99 or an annual payment of $69.99, giving you essentially two months free. Oh, and I can't forget the Twitter feed. Oh my God. So on the build up to the launch day, the Disney account tweeted out a good chunk of their catalog that would be available. Tweet by tweet, extending all the way back to their early days in cinema, essentially reminding everyone that they own basically everything you ever loved. And I think that tweet storm, I think that tweet storm excited people more than any of the other events they had. That tweet storm had people retweeting, quote tweeting, uh, commenting, and just going crazy about some of their favorites being released from the vault. The pre-sale was amazing. It was actually pretty impressive. A solid strategy, if I must say so myself. The night before, people were excited about what they were going to stream first. There's a lot of conversation. I'm a very big Twitter user and... I can tell you right now, that was basically the talk of Twitter uh, Monday night. It was just everything people were talking about. They were so excited. So many people waiting up till midnight until the app launched so that they can download and start streaming their favorite TV shows and movies. So many people like me, like, let's watch Boy Meets World and Gargoyles and uh, geez, what else? Like, there are so many great things, right? So everyone was so excited. Um, and it worked. I have no idea what the numbers are on subscribers from their pre-sale, but I know that they crashed the Disney Plus app basically in some parts of the country when it launched. This accounted for a shaky launch day, to say the least. Apparently, Disney absolutely did not expect the demand and couldn't handle the volume of users who would stream in the first 24 hours. I'm wondering why they missed the boat on that one. They should have looked at their pre-sale subscribers and added like at least 20 to 40% on top of it regarding who would stream on day one, especially since you get multiple streaming profiles on one account. People would sign up after hearing others watching their fave shows and that would add on top of who's streaming that day. And because they see other people talking about it and posting it online, people were met with cute little error messages instead and dealing with about two-hour waits to speak with customer service on launch day. Yikes. You don't want your launch day following a stellar pre-sale to go like that. I will report that I didn't have any errors when I streamed on launch day. (laughs) I guess that's a perk of living in the Midwest and not on the coasts where all of the big outages were really occurring. So I am very grateful. (laughs) But Disney wasn't ready for what they got on launch day. 
let that serve as a warning. Be ready just in case there is greater demand than you expect and have a solid action plan to deal with it. Even if you have hiccups, which you will, it's part of the launch day experience. Unfortunately, everyone will have a problem. I'm not completely shocked that Disney had the issue they had. I'm shocked at the level it was in their um, their struggle with dealing with it from a customer service standpoint and having customer service folks on hand to handle those issues with people a little sooner than two hour waits, you know. Anyway, they happen. So don't be too afraid. Um, you just have to make sure that you have a solid action plan to deal with whatever you're going to have uh, and make sure you are able to, um, even if you have a plan, you'll be able to get something around those that are most foreseeable because they will happen. And those things that are kind of shocking and surprising to you that happen, you'll be able to have a little leeway to deal with those too, because you already have a strategy or a plan in place to deal with those that you were probably expecting may happen. Anyway, Disney Plus is amazing. (laughs) And no, this isn't a paid advertisement for them. I just so greatly enjoy a lot of their content. And it seems like they do own just about every single thing. This whole experience of their pre-sale and launch is perfect to touch on this episode because it happened this week and aligned perfectly with this topic. Segment two, self-care. Let's talk briefly about self-care ahead of a pre-sale launch. I'm keeping it nice and brief on this one because one of the best things you can do at this point is make sure you and your team are getting time to breathe. Three quick tips on self-care when prepping for a pre-sale. Number one, get active. Carve out some time in your calendar to hit the gym, the running trail if you live in a warmer climate, unlike some of us, (laughs) or do some yoga at home. Get moving and get your blood pumping sometime throughout the week as you're working on your pre-sale launch strategic planning. You'll think much more clearly and be able to burn off some of that steam and kind of turn on that creativity within you. We all know how hectic any launch prep can be. Number two, get creative. Go to some local art museums, galleries, or sculpture parks to get some inspiration from some of the installations. Heck, you can even get inspiration from your kid's school with some of the artwork they have hanging up. Taking in art in any form always helped me jumpstart my creative juices. When I want to build out a good ad campaign or make sure I have good messaging, getting around some art definitely helps stir up my creativity pool. Get amongst some art and allow yourself to absorb it so you can produce something that speaks to your customers. And then number three, get social. Sometimes being with family and friends and just talking can help us uncover things in our strategy that we didn't even think more clearly about or some things you didn't think to add or incorporate Being around people and talking about other things can clear your mind up to see what you're missing in your plan because you're not all the way in the trenches. You've allowed yourself some air and some time and sometimes your brain just fires a little bit more when you do that. So don't underestimate the value of those human interactions. Not to mention you get some time to fellowship and hang out with people you love dearly and do things you love doing, hopefully. (laughs) 
So those are just a few quick tips of things to do for self-care ahead of a pre-sale launch. Get active, get creative, get social. See how those things help you out mentally and physically and gear your mind up to produce better. Segment three, Black Excellence. In this episode's Black Excellence segment, I'm shining the spotlight on a woman who truly did it for her ancestors by launching a brand bearing the name and recipe of hers. Fawn Weaver launched Uncle Nearest Whiskey, a whiskey brand that bears the name of her great-great-great-granduncle, Nathan Nearest Green. He is an enslaved Black man who worked with Jack Daniels. We all know that name to create the recipe for the Jack Daniels whiskey, the popular brand people still enjoy to this day. Unfortunately, Nathan or Uncle Nearest, as he is so lovingly called, didn't receive much for his work on developing the brand. It was an open secret that he was involved in it, after all. Recently, Jack Daniels brand honored the fact that Nearest Green was a beneficial part of the Jack Daniels brand for his work in developing the famous recipe by putting his name on a bottle. Fawn Weaver wanted to take it further. She created the brand Uncle Nearest and launched it, providing an even more honorable legacy to Uncle Nearest for his work in developing one of America's most iconic spirit spirits brands. <laughs> Weaver doesn't see Jack Daniels as her competition. See, she sees that more as a sister brand. And that they are both born of the same lineage and are always deeply connected because of that. Uncle Nearest Whiskey is one of the fastest growing spirits right now in North America, uh, selling in about 48 states. And it's actually a fast growing brand across the world, selling in over 100 countries. Hats off to Fawn Weaver for cementing her family's legacy and honoring her ancestor for his work in building an iconic American brand. Segment four, The Biz Corner. The focus of this episode is all around the art of selling before you have something to sell. That sounds crazy, right? Like, who is buying something that doesn't exist yet? Well, some of the most influential brands that have launched in the last five to seven years have done just that. We were just talking about Disney Plus launching before they launched with their pre-sales for their subscription service for Disney Plus. One story I vividly recall, though, is from founder Jennifer Rubio of Away, the luggage company, even though they are really more so a travel experience company. She and her co-founder, Stephanie Corey were working diligently from February through about August 2015 to get their first item in the marketplace, working with their manufacturers and their supply chain folks to set them up for launch right before the holidays. The perfect time to launch, right? Especially for a luggage company. People are in the market for new, reliable luggage, and it can make a great gift to give your traveling friends and family members. Well, things weren't shaking out the way that they wanted. At this point, they had raised a few million dollars, so they took some of that money and pivoted it. They created and sold a picture travel coffee table book instead. Bold. <laughs> so it just wasn't a book, though. It was literally their first step into carving into their space of being a travel experience brand instead of just a CPG brand. The book came with a gift card 
for the owner to receive their piece of luggage when it launched that following February. So since they could not meet their uh, original launch date, which I believe it was around October or November time frame, they instead um, aim to sell these books in that time frame and give with these books, you would have the gift card. So the books was actually the price of a piece of luggage. They were, I think, away luggage is like 400 bucks or something like that. So the actual book costs hundreds of dollars. But in that was the gift card. And that's why it has such high price. So that, that person would get something on Christmas. They would have something to unwrap on Christmas Day. And when they when the luggage officially did launch, they would have something to redeem and they would be able to get their piece of luggage. So the sold they sold out actually of that book ahead of their launch. It helped that they were featured in publications like Vogue. So when their luggage was ready for prime time, they launched with buyers already captured. They already had pieces sold. From there, a brand was born that stands on its own as a solid company with some of the best luggage around. Why? Because they took a chance. They used what they had to give their customers something tangible if they brought their products ahead of it being available for sale. Smart move that worked wonders for them. We see it often now with product pre-sales. Companies like Apple, obviously well-established, pre-sell products before they are set to ship. Uh, give them an idea of how well it will perform. It, it oftentimes uh, lets them know how they're going to do. And they usually sell out ahead of time. If you ever tried to buy a new Apple iPhone, you know that on the day that they open up for pre-sales, you have to be awake at like three o'clock in the morning to purchase that product if you think you're going to buy it the following week when it officially launches you're kidding yourself more than likely because at that point the actual time when you can get that product has been pushed back significantly usually you have another week or two tacked on after that real launch date because they are already sold out so it's not uncommon right it's actually something that a lot of brands do we see it with some business coaches, often selling programs or seats for their program before they've completely built it out with a launch date in mind. It's not uncommon to sell before you have something ready to sell. I want to talk to you about what it means to do pre-sales, why it's important, and how to do it and be successful. So what is a pre-sale? Pre-sales is a business strategy that allows a brand to determine viability of a product or service in the marketplace ahead of a launch. It is an event to sell something with a predetermined future launch date to gin up anticipation and revenue. Why are pre-sales important? Pre-sales are the perfect gauge of how your product can and will perform in the marketplace. It can help you determine if you have something people truly are willing to purchase, if it's positioned well, and if it's messaged appropriately. It is the first test that you can pass on if you have the formula correct for something to be successful. Now, you still must deliver on the goods. Don't overpromise and undeliver in a pre-sale or you will definitely destroy your brand reputation. Please do not do that. Pre-sales can be perfect in helping you also make some improvements in positioning and messaging if what you're serving at the moment isn't working. 
uh, doing some A-B testing of your market and your message can help you ahead of launch so you know exactly how to do it when you're ready to take it to the masses. Pre-sales can also serve as the perfect way to bring in revenue earlier if you need additional funding for something in your business. Now, if you need additional funding for something like production of the product to meet your pre-sales demand, that's not good. You shouldn't sell more than you know you can handle ahead of time. Please, please, please be smart, people. So how do you do a successful pre-sell? It's a launch before the launch. I love all things related uh, to launching. So this is right up my alley. One thing I would warn any brand or entrepreneur of is to make sure you can deliver. Again, please deliver on whatever it is that you are pre-selling. So the first thing you need to do is you need to have a strategy. Yes, you always need a strategy. A plan is the baseline for everything, even if it changes. Malleable plans are still good plans. We need to have an idea of what it is we're pre-selling. Is it the actual product itself? Is it a program? Is it an offering to tease the actual product? Kind of like what we saw with the Away Company. Be strategic about what you're offering at pre-sale, how much you can handle, know your limits, and what is required to get it done. That's all in the strategy. Number two, you need a message, a clear one, one that hits home for the customer and will capture their attention and get them to buy. You have to make the offering enticing, something that's exclusive or packed with add-ons are what usually can drive pre-sales up higher. If it if you have it messaged correctly with what you're planning to offer for those who buy early, you can see your pre-sales go up. Number three, position it in the marketplace. We all think we know our market well enough to know how to position our products. Truth is, we really don't. <laughs> so you have to know you're truly selling. Uh, you have to know who you're truly selling to, where they are and how to get in their face. These are well-crafted ad campaigns on social media that that is properly segmented, email campaigns that target the segment who you know will buy. This may require some A-B testing and playing around with the segments to understand where it resonates, but you got to do the work. Number four, don't bite off more than you or your team can chew. Please don't do that. Make sure what you offer in the pre-sale of your official launch is actually what you can produce and deliver. Again, please, 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 please don't over-offer and under-deliver. Give what you said you were going to give in that offering. Make sure you can handle the order quantity that was sold in the pre-sale. Don't overwhelm yourself or your team being overly ambitious with something you know you can't deliver on. I'm going to give it to you straight here because this is the perfect way to end your business. (laughs) Why? People talk about negative experiences. If they pay for something and didn't get it, they talk. If they pay for something and got it super late after going around and around with your customer service team, they talk. If you finally deliver and it is subpar quality than what you sold it as, they talk. If it makes sure you can deliver on the promises without killing you and your team, know your limits. If you know at pre-sale that you can definitely meet 150 items sold for the pre-sale, open it up to hit max 100 in pre-sales. Give yourself some wiggle room and allow for you to still have product available when you officially launch so you don't launch sold out. 
These are just a few tips on doing pre-launch sales. They are a great way to get revenue in earlier and understand if you have something people are willing to purchase. Now, if you don't have a good pre-sale, learn from what you did and pivot so you can still have a successful launch. That's helpful too. You can do a pre-sale a couple of different ways. Sell something that is adjacent to your product, like what Away did that had the uh, redeemable gift card included to purchase the luggage at launch. Or you can sell your actual product itself. Do a pre-sale like what Disney Plus did. That's just reserving a spot or an item for the customer so when it launches, they already know they have their seat or their product on the way. Be thoughtful of the avenue you take, how you can deliver, and what is required of you and your team to meet the demand and please have a strategy to deal with the failures that may happen on launch day. Have your customer service team geared up and ready for what you have identified could happen and make sure that those things that you have not identified, your people are ready to deal with that in real time with customers who are not happy about what they are receiving or not receiving at that moment. So be successful and understand how to do a good launch with customer service and um, really um, risk management ready to go. Thanks for tuning into Pre-Sales Are Complicated of the Beautifully Complicated Podcast. I pray that this information I shared was helpful to you as you prep for the launch of your product or service in the coming weeks or months. Good tips are always beneficial. If you haven't already, make sure you like the Beautifully Complicated Podcast page on Facebook. The link is in the show notes. Follow me, Sheena, your host on Instagram and Twitter at Sheena D1. That's S-H-E-E-N-A, the letter D and the number one. Or you can check out my website, SheenaHunt.com. Like the show? rate it subscribe and share with your family and friends make sure you continue the conversation from the show on our page or with those around you i look forward to hearing from you i love hearing from people stay connected stay fabulous and always remember that the best life is beautifully complicated deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.